Welcome to the Girl Means Business Podcast. I'm Kendra Swalls, a former teacher turned entrepreneur and mom of two. As women, we are so much more than just one thing. We're wives, moms, entrepreneurs, side hustlers, and dreamers with goals and ambition. On this podcast, we'll talk about everything from juggling family, work, and fun to making your dreams a reality through simple, effective marketing strategies, all designed specifically for the busy mom who doesn't have a lot of extra time. So whether you're just getting started or already have an established business, there's something here for you. If you're ready to take on the challenge of becoming your own boss and making your dreams a reality, then let's get started because this girl means business. Hello there, and welcome to episode 225 of the Girl Means Business podcast. We are smack dab in the middle of summer, and for some random reason, I've decided to have allergies this summer. I don't know what has come in. This weather's been crazy where I live, so it's been hot and then cool and then hot and then cool, and I think my allergies are just like, what the hell is going on? So I apologize for a scratchy voice if I sniffle, if I'm all the things it's just been a weird summer. But I am really excited about today's episode. We are going to be talking all about how to correctly host a contest or giveaway on your social media page and why you might need to do this. This also can pertain to things like challenges that you might offer, anything that's going to help kind of generate buzz around your brand or your product or offering. The thing is here, I see these happening all the time on social media, and I love it. However, I don't always see them done the right way. So that's why I wanted to create this episode to really give you kind of a framework for how to use this type of lead generation in your business, but to do it the correct way in a way that's really going to feel like you're actually finding success in it and getting results from it that you really want. Before we get into the framework and how to actually run a successful giveaway or contest, let's talk really quickly about why this is actually a good strategy to use in your business. When you think about different things that are going to be bringing people into your business, giveaways and contests and challenges are a really fun, exciting way to get exposure because it doesn't feel like lead generation. You know, you think about lead generation, you think of things like, um, you know, lead magnets such as webinars and free guides and all those kinds of things. And those feel like a lead gen. Like when you go to somebody's page and that little pop-up box comes up and it says, you know, download the free thing or get 10% off your next order, you know, you're being kind of sold to. But when you come across something that's like enter this giveaway or check out this contest or join this free challenge, it feels a little less like a sales pitch or a you know traditional lead magnet and more of like a way that you're giving back to your audience. So for those reasons, it's really good. It's fun. People love to win things or compete for things. And if you're doing something like a challenge, you are giving them an opportunity to actually take action on something. One of the best ones I've seen was Ali Kazaza, who I've had on the podcast, I believe twice now. She is has a book and does a whole thing on decluttering, kind of minimalizing your home a little bit. And so every year in January, she does a declutter challenge. I believe it's five days or seven days. I can't remember exactly the timeline, 
but you sign up, you get into this free Facebook group, and every day she posts a video walking you through how to declutter one area of your home. And then she asks you to know, like share before and after photos of that space that you've decluttered. So for example, one of them might be like the first day I think was um, your bathroom cabinets. And so she'll say, go and just pick one cabinet in your bathroom that's the most disorganized or the one that you utilize the most. And that's what you're going to focus on today. And then she's like, share your before and after. So it creates this whole really cool environment where people are sharing and encouraging and commenting and all the things. And that's her big kind of lead gen for her course that she offers on decluttering. And it's a really cool way because you don't feel like, again, that you're being sold to. You don't feel like you are part of this sort of, you know, opt-in scenario. It just feels like a really cool way that she's kind of giving you a way to actually implement something that she teaches. Now, contest and giveaways have that same feeling in the fact that like you are offering something for free. There's really no cost to the person who chooses to sign up or opt in other than they're giving you their, you know, information or their email or however they're opting in, which we'll get to later on the in the framework piece of this. But they feel like they're getting something out of it. Something bigger than just a, a free guide or a webinar or a discount. It's a little bit more exciting than that. Not that your lead magnets aren't exciting, but you know how it is. Like when you think about contests that you've seen or giveaways that you've seen, they all are usually a much bigger prize than what you typically see as just a typical lead magnet opt-in freebie. One more thing I want to address before we get to the framework of how to actually make this successful in your business is how often you should be doing this type of legion in your business. My advice is that this should be a once a year, maybe twice a year offer. The reason you want to make it really, really sparse is that if you are someone who's offering a giveaway every couple of months, your audience is going to start to train to that and they're going to be like, "Uh, that's okay, I'll just wait for the next one or there's no sense of urgency because there is no like, "This this is it, this is the only time you get to do this. So if you're doing them too often then it's going to feel like there's not a whole lot of like specialness around it. So really stick to just once a year or twice a year. So if you do it twice a year, obviously you could do one like in the spring and one in the fall or one in the summer and the winter. You want to make sure they're about six months apart from each other. Plus that kind of gives you an opportunity to maybe do something that's sort of seasonally uh, related to whatever's going on in your business. The other thing with timing is, giveaways and contests and challenges and things like that, they're not like your everyday lead magnet where you're sharing it all the time. So if you have a discount code that you offer as a lead magnet and you're offering that year round, you have it on your website, you're sharing it on social media, you're putting it in Facebook groups, you maybe even have like a QR code on like promotional products you send out or flyers or business cards or whatever. That's a 24-7 lead magnet for your business. These types of lead generation um, activities, like the giveaways and the contest, they should really be tied to like a time in your business when you are expecting or wanting to get a majority of your leads coming in. So let me give you an example. Let's say that you are in the wedding industry of any kind. 
So you're a planner, a photographer, a florist, a bakery, whatever, you're in the wedding industry. You know that there is a specific time of year when a lot of couples get engaged. It tends to be between like Christmas, holidays, Thanksgiving, Christmas, and Valentine's Day. That's engagement season. And so the time following that, early spring, is when a lot of couples are going to start looking for vendors to plan their wedding. And that is when you're going to try to hopefully get the majority of your clients for the rest of the year into the next year. Knowing this and knowing kind of the seasons of your business, you can run a giveaway or a challenge leading up to that height in your, that high point in your booking. Because what you want to do is like right before that high season of when your clients start booking with you, you want to run this contest or giveaway so that you get as many people into your funnel as possible when it comes time to start like really pushing out, hey, now's the best time to book. I have this many spots available. However it is you're sharing your information. This is the precursor to that. So you think about it like when a movie premieres, okay? I know right now like the Barbie movie is all the rage. So right before the Barbie movie premieres, for the last several months, they have been promoting it, talking about it. They've been doing like they put out these social media graphics where people can like put their, you know, head on top of a or their face in front of like a Barbie poster thing. Um, You know, they've been doing different red carpet things. They've got like all the stuff leading up to it. The movie doesn't actually come out until the end of this month, but they've been doing all this build up to it. That's kind of how you want to promote in your business. If you know you have either like a launch coming up of something you're putting out into the world, or you have like a busy season, you're like, this is when I get the bulk of my bookings. This is when the bulk, like the bulk of my clients um, hire me or book consultations with me. You want to run this giveaway about a month or two before that so that you are funneling people in, in time for that big thing. Does that make sense? Hopefully that kind of like makes sense visually. Like if you're looking at a calendar and you're like, ooh, March is when all of my clients really start booking with me, you need to be running this in January, early February. So that's kind of how you're utilizing these and you can plan them into your marketing calendar based on when you have these high points in your business. Okay, so now let's get into the actual framework of creating a contest or giveaway. So the first thing you want to do, number one, if you're taking notes, number one, is create a realistic goal for the outcome of this. Now, here is where I see people making mistakes. I see a lot of contests that they promote something, okay, we're giving this away or enter to win this prize, but they the way to enter is by liking the post or commenting on the post. Liking and commenting are great vanity metrics, but that's not really going to help your business grow. So if we go back to the idea of we're running this giveaway to add people into our funnel so that when our booking season comes or when our launch arrives, we have a larger audience to promote to, just getting people to comment on your post is not getting them into your funnel. It's not going to actually help you grow because they don't even have to be following you to like your post or comment on it. So if someone shares it, which is great, we want them to share it. We'll talk about that in a second. If someone shares it 
and all of their friends see it, and a couple of them will go and like and comment, they don't actually have to be following you to enter. And even if you do say you must be following so-and-so, that's fine. They might follow you. But again, you don't have that as much control over that promotion as you would if you were getting them onto your email list. So this is my number one tip for marketing or using a giveaway as a marketing tool. Have the number one way that they enter to be that they get onto your email list. So what I would do, and this is what I tell my coaching clients when I'm helping them create this and set this up in their business, go into your email provider, your email marketing platform, not like Gmail. So I use Flowdesk. So I go into Flowdesk. I create a new form, like a full page form, so I can just send out the link or post the link places. And on that form, I have information about the, the giveaway or the contest that I'm running. And then I have a, you know, where they enter their name and their email address and they click enter. That puts them into a group, a segment within my audience inside of my email platform where I've created a segment that says, you know, giveaway entries or whatever you want to title it. They will still go into your general email list, but they're in their own little folder basically. So that when the contest is over, the giveaway is over, you can go in and see exactly who has entered by subscribing to your email list. So this is the number one thing I recommend as setting for your goal. The goal should be to get people on your email list because then you have so much more control over how you market to them and that they're going to actually see the information that you're giving them. And if you want to take it a step further, I would even say, you know, once they enter, you could then say, okay, now for a bonus entry, go do these three things. Go follow this, follow my account, leave a comment and like this or tag a friend or share it to your stories. If you want to have a little bit more control over those things, there are platforms that help you do that. Um, Rafflecopter, Shortstack, Gleam.io. I will link to those down in the show notes. Um, They do actually, those platforms cost money. They're not free necessarily. And so if you're wanting to do this and you expect to have a lot of people entering, which is always the hope, and you're willing to pay the extra fee, those can help you because it's like we've seen it where you enter and then it gives you a little pop-up that's like, if you want a bonus entry, do this. And then you get an extra one if you do this. And it tracks all of that for you so that you're not having to go and track, you know, okay, is this person actually following me? Did they like my post? Did they share it? Did they tag? All those things. Um, Okay. So that is the, the goal setting piece of it. Your goal should be to get people onto your email list so that you then have the the little more control over how you market to them. The next thing is choosing what to actually give away as a prize. This is another thing that drives me crazy when I see this on social media is I will see people giving away their core product or service as the giveaway. So if you're a photographer, you're giving away a free session. If you're a florist, you're giving away a bridal bouquet. Um, If you're a virtual assistant, you're giving away maybe your course that you teach on how to organize your inbox. You know, you're giving away the thing that you want people to pay you for. And here's the problem I have with that. When your giveaway prize is the main thing that you offer, nobody is going to buy from you until the giveaway is over. 
And even then, they still may not buy from you because they were only there to win that main thing. So let's say that you are a florist who specializes in wedding flowers. And so you're targeting brides who want a wedding bouquet and boutonnieres and all the things for their wedding. So you give away a free wedding bouquet. So now you're attracting these brides who want this free wedding bouquet. And honestly, brides that are looking to enter thing like that or clients that are looking to enter freebies are most likely not the type of client that's going to actually pay you premium prices for what you offer. So what happens is you have all these people coming in who are signing up for your giveaway because they want the free big thing that you offer that maybe they couldn't afford on their own. And then whoever wins, yay, they won the free thing. But everybody else now is like, oh, well, I didn't win and I can't afford her anyway, or I've already got my stuff going on over here. So I'm going to just like, you know, unsubscribe, walk away. This kind of happens when you go to events where there's like a raffle, everybody, you know, buys their raffle tickets. And if they don't win the big thing, they just kind of go, okay, well, I guess I didn't really need it anyway. And they walk away. But if what you do instead is you use what I call like the checkout aisle plan. So you say, okay, I'm going to give away this thing that is semi-related to my business, but more likely related to what my audience, the phase of life that they're in or what they're looking for right now. And then I'm going to come alongside and say, hey, I know you've signed up to win this thing. And I'll give you an example in a second. But hey, look over here at what I, what else I have to offer on the side. The reason I call it the checkout aisle um, strategy is that when you're in line at the checkout aisle at the grocery store, how many times do you, or most likely your kids, like grab something off those shelves? It might be a pack of gum or a candy bar, or you see like, oh, there's this really like chapstick that I really needed or grab a Coke out of the Coke machine, the little refrigerator. That's what you want to have happen during this giveaway is you're giving away this, this shiny thing, but it's not your main offer. Maybe it is a piece of your main offer, or maybe it's something related to your business or your client. But the thing you're really wanting them to do is while they're waiting to see if they won that shiny thing is stand in that checkout aisle and look at the other things you offer and pick those off the shelves. So that's why we want to not have our prize be the actual thing we want people to pay us for. So here's an example of how you can do this. Let's go back to the idea of the florist. So if you're a wedding florist and you're offering, you know, wedding flowers and bouquets and all the things to your clients, you don't want to give those things away. What you want to do is you want to give away something related to your audience. So you know your audience are brides. They are newly engaged. They are wedding planning. They're probably a little overwhelmed. They're also, you know, in this happy honeymoon engagement phase with their significant other. And so you can create a giveaway prize that leads into that. So maybe you offer a spa gift card to help the stressed, overwhelmed bride take a break from planning and just pamper herself. Or maybe you do like a date night basket where you give them a gift card to a restaurant and, um, you know, like chocolates and wine or an at home date night thing or something that you think they will enjoy and will be a fun prize to win, but it's not giving away your core service or product. So while that bride is 
entering and waiting to see, like, did I win this really great spa gift card? They're standing in that checkout aisle and they're looking at, ooh, this is from a florist. And she offers, look how beautiful these bouquets are. And oh my gosh, I love that centerpiece that she did in that one wedding. And oh, look at that gorgeous arch that she created above like the ceremony space. And so then because she's not waiting to see, did she win the main thing she wants from you, which is flowers, she's more likely to want to learn more about you inquire, maybe set up a consultation. And then if she wins the the gift, great. If not, you still have a potential client. So hopefully that kind of helps reframe like the idea behind what it is that you're giving away. Now, here's the other thing that's really helpful here. Partner with other businesses to create the perfect giveaway item. So again, we'll go back to the idea of the, of the florist. You obviously are probably local. I doubt you're traveling the globe setting up your flowers. So you're probably local to a certain area. Find other local businesses. Again, if you're going with the idea of the spa, maybe you go to a local spa and you say, hey, I want to do a giveaway in my business. I'm creating like a little pampering package for the giveaway prize. I want it to include a uh, maybe a spa gift card or if you have like some really great um, – skincare products or something that you offer in your in your uh, spa and your salon can we work together to create this giveaway and then now not only are you getting a great prize and maybe they'll even donate it or offer it a discount you're expanding your reach so now if you know like hey my audience they love my brides love going and getting pedicures or getting facials or massages Stay with us. We'll be right back. When it comes to influencer marketing, there's a podcast that covers it all that you will want to add to your playlist. The Influence Factor by the Influencer Marketing Factory. They talk about influencer marketing, social media, the creator economy, social commerce, and much, much more. They cover all aspects, including the creator economy, social commerce, the latest trends, the metaverse, TikTok trends, and that's just the beginning. The Influence Factor by the Influencer Marketing Factory. Add the podcast to your playlist right now. You can then say, okay, well, they probably follow or are likely to follow some of these local spas and salons. So now you can say, let's both market this. And you are both bringing in new audiences to each other. It's a win-win for both. And then you are now able to expand your reach. You're able to get this great prize. It's a win-win. It's really awesome. So partnering with local businesses is definitely a way to get not only a great prize, but to expand the reach that you have as far as your audience. Okay, so now that you have your goal in mind, you have your main prize, now it's time to start actually marketing your giveaway. So a couple tips for marketing your giveaway. One is you want to keep the opt-in window really really short. I've seen some that are like, you have 14 days, two weeks to enter this giveaway. That's too much time. Because what happens is if I'm on social media and I come across someone that has shared your giveaway or I've seen you shared your giveaway and I'm like, and it says you have until the end of the month and it's, you know, July 8th and I have until the end of July to enter, there's no urgency. There's nothing that's making me go, I need to enter right now or I'm not, I'm going to miss it. Because I can always think, well, I'll come back to it when I have more time or I'm on my phone, I'm sitting in the parking lot somewhere. 
you have to keep the opt-in window really short. Five to seven days is about ideal, really about a week. So honestly, like five business days are probably really good because if you launch it Monday morning and it ends on Friday evening, that's ideal because then people are like, oh, I have to get entered before the window closes. And they're not entering and then having to wait a month to find out if they won the prize. That's the other key thing is people like instant gratification. And if they have to wait four weeks to see if they actually won this prize, A, they're going to forget about it. And B, it's just there's no excitement there. So if you launch it on a Monday and the winner is notified by Friday evening, that's a short turnaround time, but that's a perfect window to get people opting into that giveaway. The other thing is, is you want to share and share often. This is another mistake I see people making is they will share the giveaway one time on like Monday morning, maybe share it again on like Wednesday afternoon, and then they announce their winner on Friday. And the results typically are disappointing because they're like, well, I only got like 12 people that opted in. And they're all people that are already like following me or that already are on my email list or that are past clients. And that, that's going to happen, especially if you're not giving away your core, op, your core service or product. You're going to have people that have already worked with you or purchased from you probably opting in. That's okay. But if you want to get the like, maximum people coming into this funnel, then you have to share it and share it a million times in that period. So if you have a five-day opt-in window, Monday through Friday, then you want to share Monday morning maybe on Instagram, share it to your Instagram stories, hop on and talk about it, do like an actual face to camera sharing about the giveaway, maybe like have the prize there for people to see or a photo of it or screenshot of it. And then, you know, maybe Monday night, you go onto your Facebook and you post about it there. And then Tuesday morning, you go and you share it again on your stories or you share about it again on your Instagram feed or you're having people share it for you. You need to be talking about it every single day of the giveaway. It's five days, seven days. It's not going to annoy people. And that's the number one problem people have is I don't want to be annoying. I don't want to pester people. You're not. Okay. You're offering them something for free. Shout it from the rooftops. Put it everywhere you can possibly put it and then put it there again. The beauty of social media, guys, is that it doesn't have to live there forever. So once you the giveaway is over, go take all those posts down. Because I've had people say, like, well, I don't want it cluttering up my feed because then, like, what if someone tries to enter the giveaway after it's done because it's on my feed? Go take it down. Totally fine. You can do that. Again, your Instagram stories, your Facebook stories, post on your personal Facebook page, your business Facebook page, put it into Facebook groups that you're in. Put it everywhere you can possibly put it so that you're getting maximum, maximum exposure. All right, last two things. The next to last is how to actually share the winner. So if you're using one of the platforms that I've linked below, um, they will have a way for you to kind of like do a screen share of the winner actually being chosen, or you can go in if you don't have a ton of people that, you know, not hundreds and hundreds, let's say you have 70 people that have entered, you could put all of their names into one of those free websites where it spins the wheel and someone is selected. That's your winner. Um, you could do a video of you drawing names out of a hat. Um, anything like doing those kinds of things helps legitimize your giveaway because then people know it really is random. 
it's not you hand selecting someone to win the prize. It is actually a random selection. And so sharing that, announce it, maybe even tell people like, hey, like leading up to the announcement, like if you said, okay, Friday at 6 p.m., I'm going to announce the winner. Then at 4 p.m., you want to get on social media and say, hey, you've got two hours left to enter. Make sure you go enter. At 5 o'clock, hey, you've got an hour left to go enter. Make sure you get entered. So I'm doing the drawing at 6 p.m. sharp. And then at 6 p.m., you hop on with a either pre-recorded or a live video or a screen share, and you share the winner and you tag them. Then, and this is the last tip I have here, is you want to follow up with everyone who did not win or even the winner too, if you want to throw them in there and offer them a discount or a special offer. So we'll stick with the wedding florist idea here. So you have given away the spa gift card. It's Friday evening at 6 PM. You draw your winner. Sarah Smith is the winner. Yay. Everybody celebrate Sarah Smith winning. You had 70 people enter. Now you go to your email list where those 70 people are in their own little folder and you send all of them an email and you like maybe make it enticing like, and the winner is and dot, dot, dot. And then that gets them to kind of open it and see who the winner was. Announce the winner. And then you could even say, hey, I am so grateful for all of you that entered. I want to extend a special offer to all of you. If you book me as your wedding florist, you can save 10% you know, off of your wedding bouquet or you get a free um mother you know mother of the bride um boutonniere or wristlet whatever they call those or you know whatever it is the discount special offers you want to give but now they realize like oh I didn't win that's a bummer but this person's now offering me a discount or a freebie or something in exchange for like working with them. That's how you turn the people who entered your giveaway into paying clients. And I guarantee you that if you follow the first steps of making sure that your prize is not your core offer, you're going to have people who are actually going to be interested in booking with you, hiring you, working with you, all the things, because you chose the right framework and the right way of doing this giveaway. You now have 70 new people on your email list. So even if they don't book with you right away, maybe they're not even engaged yet. Maybe they, you know, signed up because they're, they're hoping they get engaged soon or they're wanting to work with you in the future. Just because they don't book with you right then, you still have those 70 people on your email list that you can then go back and reach out to, have connections with, build relationships with, all those things. So that is the framework for creating a really powerful, successful giveaway or contest in your business. I know I mentioned a little bit earlier about um, challenges. Those are slightly different, and I can do a whole other episode on challenges if that's something you're interested in. Just head over to Instagram and leave me a DM and let me know. Um, and if enough people are interested in that, then I will definitely do an episode on how to create a challenge in your business. But if you have done a giveaway or you're planning to do a giveaway, and you're going to use the framework that we talked about today, reach out to me and let me know. I would gladly share that giveaway with my audience if it's a good fit for who you're trying to attract. Um, I'm happy to support you in any way that I can. So please let me know over on Instagram at Girl Means Business and um, share a giveaway with me. All right, guys, have a great week, and I will see you back here next week. Same time, same place. Same place.